0: guys your host your boy george McKay, back in studio again today and this one is exciting this one's going to drop in january this will be my first interview of 2021 and i got a good one i got a returning guest one of my favorite people in the business one of the nicest most badass women on the planet please help me welcome returning to straight talk masha slamovich how are you
1: i am doing really really well how are you doing
0: I'm good. I mean, amidst the pandemic, amidst all the nonsense that's going on, but I still get to have wrestling conversations with amazing people like yourself. So I got to say 2020 has not been that bad of a year, but now thankfully when this drops, it'll be behind us. And hopefully 2021 will be a lot better than 2020.
1: Here is to that. Cheers. I don't have a drink, but cheers.
0: I have coffee because where I am, it's the morning where you are. It's the evening. And you are currently still in Japan, if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: I am currently in Japan. And for the sake of this interview and for the sake of it being 2021, and today being my six-year wrestling anniversary, I'm going to drink wine straight out of the goddamn bottle. Cheers.
0: Woo! Happy six years. (laughs)
1: like an alcoholic that's how we start off 2021
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know when we started off uh when we ended off 2019 it's when i sat down with you back in september we interviewed we had a great conversation then and then i saw you again at revolution in january you had an awesome tag team match with uh caitlin dynamite was your partner and you faced addy star and jody threat it was a barn burner of a tag team match at revolution back in mississauga and then i know that you were heading to japan and I believe if I'm not mistaken, and my timeline is correct, you hit Japan in February of 2020?
1: I got here on January 24th, yes. Okay.
0: And you have been there steadily ever since because of the pandemic, right?
1: Sort of yes and sort of no. I had gotten an offer to stay here to continue like training and working and whatnot right before everything hit the fan. So pretty much I had made the decision to cancel all of the WrestleMania week bookings and all the other stuff. Um, I've made the choice to cancel that, but obviously that had nothing to do with me and it got canceled anyways. So, you know, thank God I stayed here because I would have literally not been doing shit if I had went back for how many months now?
0: Yeah. For sure. So I got to ask the experience of Japan, because I know it was on your bucket list when we spoke in September, you wanted to go, you wanted to go and you wanted to experience everything that was over there in terms of the wrestling fandom. And we know those guys are top notch when it comes to fandom. Like they have some of the best fans in the world, if not the best fans in the world, it's debatable. But how was the experience going over there? The fans, you know, steadily working through all this. How, how has it all been for you?
1: It's been really good like honestly i can't think of a you know aside from like pandemic related crap there's like nothing bad that i can say um like being here the first time around was great but it was like such a short stay back in 2016 that being here for so long is so much better because i have time to go around and experience things and you know get work done you know i basically live here now because i have like a no plans of leaving and going back to the states as of this moment even during 2021 so i'm just exploring japan wrestling in different cities making the best of it and the fans here are i would probably agree with you some of the best fans in the world they're so respectful and kind and when they love you and support you they truly do love you and support you You know, it's like, I was actually just thinking about it the other night. I can't really imagine going back to the States and having like that audience versus the audience that I'm used to here. It's just kind of like, I was like, oh, I'm so used to it here now.
0: For sure. So you've wrestled all over Japan or as many cities as you possibly have wrestled thus far. What would you say is your favorite venue over there that you've wrestled in or your favorite city that you've been in?
1: Um... Wow, I don't know how to pick one. I definitely have to say my favorite venue, um, probably until next weekend when I hit Quirk and Hall, because next weekend it'll probably change to that. But currently, my favorite wrestling venue is when we wrestled in Wenno Park two days ago for Assemble. It was so beautiful. Like, the lighting and the way that we had, like, all the fans set out. We had probably a little bit over 600 people there. And it was... Just an amazing feeling to step into the ring and just like be out in front of those lights. That was a really cool moment that I waited uh, quite some time for because I I knew that that was coming up. And as far as favorite cities go, I've had a really good time working in Osaka. So I guess I'm going to pick that one, even though they're all really great. So it's really, really hard to pick.
0: That's awesome. That's incredible. And, and in terms of like the pandemic situation over there, because obviously what we're doing over here and what you guys are doing over there might be completely different. How are they doing like here, where I am in Ontario and Canada, there haven't been any shows. There was a couple parking lot shows in September when the weather was good. It was all social distance, obviously, but there hasn't been a steady stream of shows. I haven't, when the pandemic shut everything down, I wasn't at a show until September and I haven't been at a show since and I'm dying. To get back to a show because watching empty stadium stuff on TV is not really the the exciting thing for me. And the Thunderdome hurts my fucking eyes to know because well there's too much light going on there. But how has it been over there in terms of the protocols and the safety restrictions for yourselves and the fans at shows?
1: Well, I mean, I guess the restrictions for us are like, wear a mask, wash your hands, you know, and like, don't be hugging the fans, basically. But regarding what it is like for the fans they have the the temperature check little like gun thingy at the door and they have hand sanitizer or or, like whatever set out uh, at the door and like inside most venues and we do like some social distancing so it's you know we still pack a decent amount of people like way more than i've seen at indie shows in the states but again you know we're taking precautions everyone wears a mask that's about it you know like The the basic things that would come to mind to protect yourself is that um, when we did assemble, just because we had such a big group of people gathering, and it was literally like every single women's wrestling company, you know, if one person got it, it would have shut down the entire business. Um, So we did like an antibody test with a little finger prick in the blood right before in the morning of the show. Uh, As far as I know, everyone's good and healthy. So... That was the precaution we took that day.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And uh I I mean I follow you on social media and I see all the incredible things you're doing over there. I mean, you're just you you're a shining star when I met you and your star is just gonna rise. And I hope you do come back to North America one day, because I need to see you kick some ass in the ring again. But since I can't, I will social distance and watch all the stuff on YouTube. But in terms of everything you've done over there so far in this stretch of time, all the amazing opponents that you faced and the training that you put in, have you changed up your repertoire? Have you added any things to your already powerful arsenal?
1: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, um, first of all, I have an amazing drop kick now, which I did not have before. I can tell you that, but you know, I've, done new suplexes I've done new suplexes off the ropes I've started like I've worked in a bunch of new knees and kicks and submissions and like all I do here if I'm not in the the ring or the weights training I'm sitting here and I'm studying Noah. I'm studying New Japan I'm studying whatever and every single day I like I have like a stack of papers over there where I write down like something new an idea or something and you know, half the time I'll just come into a ring and I'm like, I want to try this shit today. And that's just what it's been like. You know, I'm just trying out new stuff, seeing what works, what doesn't, what sticks, if, you know, whatever I remember. And then I'm piecing it together. Sometimes it's it's something you've never seen before. Sometimes it's something different every single match. It's literally whatever I feel like doing that day.
0: Awesome. That's, and I, I hope to see that up close and personal one day, because like I said, as much as I know Japan loves you, we need you back here, too. We got to see, you know, Russian Dynamite back here tearing shit up. So I hope you do choose to come back one point or another. All the matches that you've had, and you've had a ton. I, like I said, I follow you on social. And anybody that doesn't follow her on socials, please do. It is fantastic to watch the growth and everything that you're doing over there. Is there a favorite match that you've had or a favorite opponent that you faced? And I know you faced a lot. Some women I know you faced once or twice, sometimes in the same day, because I know that's how the shows are over there. But... Is there somebody that you can pinpoint and be like this? This so far in my you know Japanese journey, this is this is probably one of my best bodies of work while I've been here.
1: Well, see, you you said uh, favorite opponents and best bodies of work, and that's to me two different categories. Okay. But I mean, for sure, when we wrestled in Yokohama in March. It was me and Meiho Suzuki versus Chigusa Nagayo and Takumi Roha, which will always be like the super, super up there for me, like main eventing the show, wrestling them both. That was like bucket list stuff. And then to get them both in the same match, I was like, shit. <laughs> um, and then when I teamed up with Meiko Satomura and Osaka for Sendai Girls, that was, that was a match that I really, really enjoyed. And I think it was a really good uh, piece of work as well. I got to say having singles matches uh, when it regards to like some of my best work, wrestling with uh, Meiho Suzuki, wrestling with Mio Momono, wrestling with Leo Isaka, 100% some of the best stuff that I've put out.
0: I would have to concur. I would have to concur. I could see those matches being something just absolutely incredible. Um, Is there any plans that you can touch with? Because this is a new year, new beginnings. Is there anything upcoming that you might be able to share with us that we should keep our eyes and our ears out for? For you?
1: I don't want to jinx myself and say anything yet. I should have information, but by the time this interview airs, we will have already begun the road to guyism, which is going to take place on April 29th of 2021. So if all of my immigration stuff works out, God willing, it does, I will be here and I will be wrestling on that show. So that means I will be here until at least May of next year. And I am very happy about that.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. And I, 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 I know that you're going to just keep killing it over there and keep doing it. And I got to ask because, you know, we talked about it the last time around. You got that hardcore feel to you. Weapons are, are no stranger. Have you used anything different? over there that you didn't get your hands on when you were here in terms of, of match styles or weaponry or, or anything that you you wanted to like as you always you said you step in the ring you want to try something different is there any bookers that have put you in matches where you're like okay cool I haven't done something like this or in this style that now you could say you you could scratch that off and say yeah I've I've done this now or I've used this weapon or I've done something along these lines.
1: Well, I can say Kauru has hit me over the head with a board more times than I can remember, <laughs> in like half of the matches that I've wrestled here. Even if she's on my team and she's on the other team, that board <laughs> gravitates towards me like a damn magnet. But you know, I'm I'm still waiting for BJW to call me for a nice old board, hardcore match. So I don't know, somebody somebody give me a chair, some barbed wire. I'm really I'm really in the mood to whip some ass. But other than that my my best
0: weapons have been my fists and my feet. They I've seen them in person they are your your best weapons. They hurt like hell and I've heard them from the crowd sitting front row sitting 10 rows back and they still leave an impression with me, Matra. I can still sometimes I wake up in cold sweats cuz I've heard the sound. Oh, oh, there it is, that punch. Scary. Scary. Um what uh you know culture shock such a different thing like yes you went to japan in 2016 but it was such a short visit now you've been there for an extended stay is there some things that you didn't get to try your first time around that you tried now that you're absolutely in love with and is there something stateside that you're missing that may not be over there
1: definitely um uh, first of all i'm way more of an adventurous eater now than i was in 2016. Uh, I I was always a picky eater growing up so when I came here in 2016 I was like I don't know if I want to try this "Uh, I don't know about that um but this time I came here and I was like I'm gonna eat everything and hope to god I don't have an allergic reaction and die so I I ate sushi here for the first time and I am in love with sushi it's like my favorite thing now every time they're like you want to go out I'm like sushi let's go it was I mean it's phenomenal then I had I think it's called alba albacore albalone whatever one is not the fish it's like this like sea clam I think it's called albalone yeah and it was it, it was like they're like this is a super expensive dish and then I ate it and I was like it, it was like I'm chewing cartilage I don't know why it's so rare expensive and illegal in half the world I'm like there <laughs> this isn't flattering whatsoever but I do think I really enjoyed eating crab brains, which were given to me as a surprise because we went out for sushi and I ordered like all of my rolls. And then I told Mio like, hey, surprise me, just order whatever the hell. And she was like, yeah, eat this. And I ate it and she's like, yeah, that's crab brains. I'm like, that's not bad. (laughs) It's actually not bad at all. But in regards to what I miss from America or like specifically from New York is pizza. Cause we do not have pizza here and New York has the world's best pizza. That is not an argument.
0: Uh, what do you get on your pizza? What is a mash Slamovich pizza? If you were back home in New York and it was Friday night and you didn't have a booking and you were at home and you're like, no, I'm going to order pizza. What is the go-to toppings for your pizza?
1: I'm boring as hell. I just eat plain pizza.
0: <laughs> so I do what, just cheese and pepperoni or just like cheese or, or just sauce. Some people just eat it with just sauce. Some people eat white pizza. I don't know. What's your, what's your
1: like pepperoni like that honestly i i usually just eat like you know a plain slice like the cheese and the the, uh, the sauce you know like the basic as pizza but if i'm feeling a little adventurous because i've done this sometimes but i'm in slightly under the influence i will get egg fried rice from the chinese food spot <laughs> and I'll put egg fried rice on top of my pizza and eat my plain pizza with egg fried rice on top of it like crazy person and it's delicious hear me out
0: I, I I will hear you out. I will try it. I also am a little bit adventurous sometimes with my pizza. I, I I play it a little bit safer than that though. When I am feeling adventurous or myself under the influence, I will get a pizza, but instead of the sauce, I'll replace it with barbecue sauce. And I'll put chicken on it and cheese. And it's like a barbecue chicken pizza. But instead of the pizza sauce, it's barbecue sauce. And I shit you not, I did it one time and it changed my life. I try to get it as often as I can, but because my wife's pure Italian. It's a disgusting embarrassment to her to have to have that in her house. So I have to eat it on my own by myself.
1: You, know what? you might be onto something there. Like, uh, I'm, shit, I ain't crab brains. So I might, I might as well go and try some weird pizza. <laughs> it won't kill me.
0: Absolutely. Have you, have you eaten any of the other like crazy stuff? I know like they're, they're very big on eel and that kind of stuff there. Have you eaten that kind of stuff too?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, half the time I'm eating stuff at sushi, I don't even know what it is. I'm just putting stuff in my mouth. I'm like, I hope it tastes good. Like, I've eaten eel, I've eaten octopus, I've eaten like 50 types of fish. I don't even know what the hell they are. I have it, like, written down somewhere. People text me, I'll be at the table like, yo, what the hell is that that I just ate? Um, Yeah. Oh, I ate cat, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like fish eggs or caviar or whatever?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: not hot on that. Not no. good at all. No. Oh, I'm like, I don't understand the whole popping fish juice in your mouth gimmick. Definitely not having that again.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. So what's your, what's your like go-to sushi spot when you're there? Is there a particular one that you hit or are they all just fantastic?
1: Well, I mean, they're all freaking great, but there's like this one that's right across from the marvelous bar in Funabashi. I don't know what it's called, but usually one of our sponsors takes us out there and he'll just buy us all the sushi and me and him will just drink like two bottles of sake in a sitting. And I mean, it's a great time. We'll, we'll hit the karaoke bar afterwards. Sushi, karaoke, sake. It's a great time.
0: That, <laughs> Until I, I start
1: to- that's when that's not a great time.
0: <laughs> that does sound like a great time. I got to ask this now because, um, uh karaoke everybody's got that go-to karaoke song do you have your go-to karaoke song
1: yo i get laughed at every single time i go there and i sing because i will either sing california dreamin by the mamas and the papas or i'll be singing some hank williams song like the country ass bitch that i am on the low and everyone is like what the fuck (laughs) like the girls are like what are you singing right now (laughs)
0: You know what, the pandemic has opened my eyes to a lot of different styles of music. I used to be very clouded in my music choices. It was literally just uh, the 90s and 2000s hip hop and you couldn't talk me out of it to save my life. Um, where my wife is very eclectic and also my daughter now is getting into music. So she's really digging on Billie Eilish. So I've learned to appreciate it and like certain songs of Billie Eilish, some I don't get, but that's just because I'm 37 years old and she's 11 and she understands it apparently way more than I ever could. Um, but I have branched out into a little bit of country and, um, because I feel, I feel that you've shared your embarrassment with me. I will share it with you on the low, uh, Blake Shelton, God's country. That's my fucking jam. That's my jam. That is
1: jam. We agree on that here.
0: That is, I mean, come on. I don't care what kind of pine box I end up. As long as you bury me six feet deep in God's country. Shit, man. That gives me the feels, bro. It gives me the feel. <laughs> If I had a lighter, I'd light it right now. Just be like, woo. <laughs> uh, what about like fast food chains and stuff over there? Like since we're on this food subject now, I'm getting a little hungry. What about like fast food stuff? Is is, is McDonald's still McDonald's over there? Is, is Wendy's still Wendy's over there? Or do they do things a little bit differently? Because I know some sometimes in different McDonald's around the world, like I had a friend who went to Italy. And and in, in, in the Italian McDonald's, they didn't have like the, you know, ice cream cones and stuff like we have here, the soft serve. They had all gelato because obviously it's it's McDonald's in Italy. So things have to be a little bit different. Does Japanese McDonald's or Japanese food fa- fast food restaurants have anything different?
1: Um, I got to say the KFC is pretty much the same. You know, you can't really fuck that up. Chicken, um, biscuits, gravy, all that good stuff, whatever. Um, McDonald's is better than it is in the States. Matter of fact, I just had McDonald's a couple of hours ago, like the fat bitch that I am. But, like, we have they have this thing here that is fucking mind blowing. It is like a burger, but instead of the bread patties, it'll be like rice. Like, I can't, I'm like, I gotta find a picture and like send it to you so you can like insert it into this video or something. But it's like a rice patty and it's freaking phenomenal, like, I can't even tell you how good it is, and then they put, like, egg on their burgers, like, you order a cheeseburger with, like, a, like, egg on top of it, I don't even know if that's, like, in the States, um, they have melon Fanta with, like, ice cream on top of it, that's, like, a float here, oh. that's so cool, and they have, like, um, it's not like an apple pie. It's like, what What are those triangular things? A Danish, right? Yes. So they yes. have like Danishes Danish things with like chocolate or like Oreo stuffing inside of it. And they have like a bunch of seasonal stuff that's um, in the McDonald's here. And there's a fast, I guess it's kind of a fast food chain. It's called Sukiya. They're everywhere and they're open 24 hours and they have like chicken and soup and curry. I really like their curry and like their fried chicken. That's pretty much what I get there. They have like a bunch of other stuff, but I mean, I've just stuck to getting that if I ever end up going there.
0: Wow. That actually sounds, a lot of that stuff you said sounds delicious, uh, minus the crab brains. Oh,
1: you can order beer at Tsukia too. You can sit down for fast food and beer at Tsukia, which is deli- delightful.
0: That's awesome. That's all. Awesome. And how's the weather? How's the weather and stuff been over there? Has it been up and down? Is it hot and cold? I know it must be like the States. Some parts are hot. Some parts are cold. Some parts have snow. Some parts don't. What's the weather been like for you over there?
1: Uh, in the north thankfully where I am not it is like completely cold and snowing so I'm not trying to hear none of that but in like May and June it literally rained like every single day it was ridiculous I thought I was gonna have to get a boat to go outside and then and then July happened and like July and August it I don't think it rained like a single day like it might have rained once and it was I'm telling you, Japanese summer, that shit is like the Dominican Republic because it gets hot here. It's like we were all dying. We couldn't even go outside. I resorted to riding the stationary bike for cardio because I would just get a heat stroke if I've been one running in the park. But <laughs> September was pretty hot. And then October <laughs> and right now in November, like it's fall. Like I was wearing shorts outside today and a t-shirt. It gets like a little windy or some days it'll be cold at night, but some days like right now it's like t-shirt weather outside.
0: That's, uh, we had that a little bit a while ago. I mean, it's, it's November here as well. We had that a little bit a while ago. Uh, it was 23, 24 and like mid November. And that's very rare for Ontario to get that kind of heat wave. But then as soon as it was that hot, now it's, it's, it's snowing outside today. The world's, like I said, 2020, I'm so glad that when this episode drops, it'll be over. And I'm hoping that we'll, we'll get to, uh, new norm have you been keeping up with anything stateside have you been keeping up with um any of your you know close close friends over over here stateside and and the fact that they're not training they're not or they are training but they're probably not doing as many shows as they're used to doing and stuff like that have you been keeping up with any of them communication wise
1: yeah you know we'll like send each other crap on instagram and sometimes like i called violet uh, a couple of days ago, and we were just shooting the shit, you know, I'm kind of shitty at keeping in contact with people, because I'm just, I want it, like, some days I've been, like, insanely busy the last five days, I haven't had time to do shit, aside from, like, my work, and photo shoots, and shows, and all that stuff, but, you know, I'm just, generally, I'm enjoying being alone, I'm, I'm a loner, so I was having a good time, you know, if people need to hit me up, they know where to find me, and I'll, like, shoot the shit with them, but everyone who I contacted they're like yeah we fucking hate it here like there's no wrestling and I want to kill myself so
0: <laughs> I guess it would. I guess it's definitely a blessing for you then that you were over there and you're able to steadily work and stuff like that because it could be you could be dealing with the, sh- the shit here stateside right which is It
1: been me like I could have like if I had just not stayed here because it was up to me if I had said no and went back I would probably be in jail right now, like uh, to be honest with you, because I would have lost it a long time ago. I would have had an arrest record the size of a scroll.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a hard it's a hard battle and a hard situation right now, and especially mental health and stuff like that. It's not easy with what everybody's going through. People are losing jobs. I've been blessed enough and steady enough to be working steadily through all this because I'm an essential worker. I work for a food transportation company full time, so. People need to eat. Thank God. And I'm able to keep the trucks moving and and get freight picked up and, and get food where it needs to be, which is kind of a pretty cool job, especially right now. You know, feel like a little bit of a hero doing my small part. I mean, it's not what anybody else is doing. Like, I'm not doing anywhere near the doctors and the nurses, but I am keeping food on tables. So I'll take that small little slice of the pie, you know, and be proud of that.
1: You're you're helping people because if I was locked in my house right now, I'd be 600 pounds. All I'd be thinking about is where's my food.
0: (laughs) I I did get the quarantine 15 for sure. And I'm starting to work out again, starting because I noticed my, my jeans are getting a little tighter. I feel like Justin Bieber wearing skinny jeans and skinny jeans on me. They don't look good. They don't look good at all. But let, let's get back into a little bit of wrestling right now. So you have scratched a ton of stuff off your bucket list. You've had some amazing opponents over there. And hopefully things go well for you in April of, of 2021. And, and you get that, that, uh, that show that you're looking with and fingers crossed that all your immigration paperwork works out and stuff like that. But, you know, Christmas just passed. And I mean, obviously, this will be your first Christmas in Japan. So what what did they do christmas wise over there that may be a little different over here have you have you had any inklings of of how they're going to celebrate the season
1: uh honestly i don't really have any ideas because i've asked the girls like what do you do for christmas and they're like do something but i can't really gather what something is um i also know since a lot of the girls are not from here they're and they don't get to see their families their whole year i think christmas is like the time that a lot of people go to see their families for that bit that they're allowed to like leave and go elsewhere. So I don't really know if we're gonna have like a celebration or if I'm just gonna go find some other Gaijins and get (laughs) shit-faced, I didn't say that, but you know, we don't know how we're gonna celebrate. We, I don't, I literally don't even know what's gonna happen tomorrow, so.
0: (laughs) You You just gotta roll with the punches, especially this year for sure. I mean, you just gotta take it as it comes, right? Uh, In terms of of goals for the new year 2021 other than what you mentioned upcoming in April and again fingers crossed on that is there any other goals you want to hit for 2021 while you're still over there and if the stay continues past May is there anything that you kind of got your eyes set on for down the road over there?
1: Um, It's hard to say because again with this pandemic you just don't know like anything I can't you know uh, and especially today being my sixth year anniversary like I was just thinking about how much changes in the year like in in the realm of like life you think oh one year is nothing but if you would have told me that I'd be living in Japan last year I would have told you you're nuts because I would have been like no I'm going for three months and now it's been 10 so you know I, I don't know I might still be here next year I might be in freaking Australia or Mexico next year and you know I'll take everything as it comes I still have My goals that I had for one day working with Pro Wrestling Noah, or, you know, working with, like, stardom, and I still want to work with, like, DDT. I want to do more men's wrestling. Um, Me and Meiko Satomura were supposed to have a match, so I'm still looking forward to that happening. And other goals will come up and bring themselves up. So, honestly, I don't really know what to expect, but I just, I want the world, I want the stars.
0: You're going to get that. Believe me. Like I said, you cemented yourself here. You, you showed and to me and I became a fan. I bought in. I became a fan of Mash Slamovich because I saw what she could do. And I'm also proud and honored to call her a friend. So that's, that's a plus side. I got two out of that. I got a, I got a new woman to cheer for a new lady to show my, my daughters that they can kick ass and look good doing it. And I got a friend out of the situation, a friend in Japan and a friend who, if you don't know what's good, you're going to do Christmas. Listen, hit me up. I'll put you on zoom. I'll put you on the breakfast nook in my house and you can just virtually eat Christmas dinner with me and the family. How's that sound? If if all other plans fall through, all other plans fall through, you hit me up and we'll do that. Send
1: me some turkey or something. <laughs> that's illegal, but whatever. I don't know. Send me crackers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what about like technology and video games and stuff over there? There's gotta be some cool shit over there that's not here.
1: I mean, everything like, man, they have so much stuff here. And unfortunately, I am not like a gamer. I don't even have any consoles. and I'm missing out because I see people here playing so much stuff and like streaming online. And I'm just here like I play Tetris, (laughs) like I'm like, it's still the 19 fucking the 20th century. Like, where am I? So I don't know, man. I probably should go out and get into some video games or something, but I'm I'm behind as hell on that. I'm fucking watching wrestling. <laughs> I'm a nerd.
0: <laughs> I'm a nerd. When I'm not talking wrestling with you guys, I'm 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 a bit, Listen, I just got the new Xbox, but on the new Xbox, I haven't bought a single new game because it's backwards compatible, so I can play all my old games. And my 360 crapped out on me like two months before the new Xbox came out. So all my 360 games, for the most part. I can play now on the Xbox X. So I'm just I'm loving life right now. I was just finishing playing Saints Row like 30 minutes before you and stop, I
1: saw. Stop. I was just about to say the only thing I miss about Xbox is playing Saints Row 2. Yes.
0: Another reason why we're why we're friends, bro. Saints Row two. No,
1: send me the controller and we can virtually play this shit. Like, let's
0: go. My, my favorite stuff about Saints Row 2, even though the storyline and the missions are great, my favorite stuff is doing the activities. And I love the, the insurance fraud. See how far you could spin your guy out of control just to get all that money? I love that shit, dude. I love it. That's the best part of the game. Listen, if you don't play Saints Row...
1: Like, can somebody send me an Xbox for Christmas?
0: <laughs> all right, guys, hit her up. I mean, I know this is going to drop after Christmas, but you know what? It's never too late. We'll start a GoFundMe... We're gonna get Matcha Samovich and an Xbox 360, and all she needs is just Saints Row Two, one controller. All I need
1: Saints Row Two. I'm good on
0: that. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. 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 We're gonna work on that for you. We'll start the GoFundMe page right away for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, um, in terms of you know your training, and you said you've upped your game and stuff like that. Is there certain things that you've tried that you haven't 100% nailed down yet the way you would like that you're still working on? uh you mean in the ring or yeah. out of the ring in the ring out of the ring like maybe you wanted to up your cardio and it's not where you wanted it to be or maybe you wanted to up your you know your reps you're squatting and it's, you're not there yet but you're working towards it or any goals for your training in and out of the ring that you're working on that you haven't quite hit yet but you're you're close to it
1: um i gotta say i was doing a lot of crossfit in the summer But once it gets colder, my motivation to do any kind of CrossFit just goes out the goddamn window. So I'm pretty much left that for summertime and I'm back to doing just straight powerlifting. So I've just been squatting more. I've been working a shit ton of my upper body because I've been training legs for like the entire year, like heavily. And now I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to get my bench press back onto where it's supposed to be. So I've been doing a whole lot of upper body circuits lately. I'm definitely working on some new stuff in the ring. Um I don't want to reveal it yet cuz I'm going to pull it out on the show and surprise everybody, but it's going to be it's going to be some shit, y'all. <laughs> Not something y'all want to miss. I'm telling you.
0: Well, I can't wait. And you know, you're always welcome back on the show to tell me anytime about how stuff's going. Like you said, if you're if you're watching wrestling and you're bored on a Wednesday, you want to hit me up and be like, "George, listen, let's let's do it again." You're always welcome. You know that. You family. You're part of the Straight Talk family and you're always welcome back. You know that couple more questions and then we'll wrap it up uh is the um is the obsession with like anime uh, become something for you like anime is always like i i love certain animes there's certain animes that hold a special place in my heart one of them would be afro samurai for sure volumes one and two big fan of that anime um i also enjoyed there's one i can't remember the exact title of it but there's one with the seven deadly sins that i really enjoyed that one as well but is there any anime that you know you may, you may have, it may be over here North American wise, but it or also might have just stayed over there and not gotten here yet. Is there anything that you've kind of tapped your eye on or hooked you, that's hooked you anime wise over there?
1: You know, I actually used to be a lot more into anime, want to say like 10 to 12 years ago, because I was always, um, I was reading Chobits a lot. And then I got here and I was like, hey, y'all know about Chobits? And they're like, what the fuck is that? So I was like, cool, cool, I know animes, and you guys are all just like, yeah, One Punch Man, and I'm like, oh, you guys must all watch My Hero Academia, and they're like, no, what is that? And I'm like, God damn it! I'm like, <laughs> I just like the shit that nobody likes, so I pretty much just, like, the stuff that I watch, you know, I, Chobits, I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't run anymore, I stopped watching it a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure that's over, there's no way it's still running. And My Hero Academia is coming out with new stuff, but I've just been watching horror movies and not keeping up with anime because I can't keep up with anything. I start a show, I abandon it, and that's life.
0: Well, I'm a big horror movie guy. So what have you been, what have you been watching horror movie-wise? Classics, new stuff?
1: I can tell you right now, I like old stuff. Uh, I was just watching uh, Seed of Chucky recently um you know because why not right now I'm actually almost done with re-watching what what am I watching uh wrong turn from 2003 um so that's what I'm watching tonight Uh, I saw a couple of good ones but my memory is is the shits because of wrestling so probably gonna remember once we hang up the phone I'll remember I watched
0: my uh, my daughter just started getting into horror movies and stuff like that. So I've been showing her a couple like I showed her the original Halloween. She loved it. I showed her the original Poltergeist and she was very frustrated. She didn't understand why this movie was considered such a classic because it was, in her words, so lame. And I try to tell her it was made like, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago now. So obviously when it was there to what it is now, it's completely different. But um, there's a couple new ones that we're into. Uh, there's a new one that just dropped uh, recently over here called uh, Come and Play that we both watched the trailer for that looks pretty good uh a little kid with autism and he's got like a communicates through tablets and stuff and he starts seeing this monster named larry and larry wants to be his friend but larry also wants to fuck up everyone around him so uh looks pretty cool i don't know i want to i want to meet larry I about that one. yeah i want to know i want to play with larry i want to know what larry's about for sure i want to get Actually, to know larry now that we're
1: talking about new movies um A movie called Alive, which is like a cool zombie flick, just dropped earlier this year. I saw it. Very good. Strongly suggest it. Um, Very, like, freaky, and it feels like you're going to die. I really dig it. Um, What else? If I was going to suggest you to show her movies, I'd tell you to show her Train to Busan. Yes. Very good zombie movie. Yes, I love that.
0: And the sequel just came out, Peninsula. So I got to get on that. I got to
1: get on that. I can't wait to see them. Um, show her dawn of the dead day of the dead show her well war of worlds really fucked me up when i was a kid so show her that stuff too and uh show her the shining because you know it's a freaking classic
0: <laughs> yeah i also want to show her candy man because that's the movie that fucked me up when i was getting
1: yeah. candy man is
0: great i interviewed actually i interviewed tony todd's sister monique dupree she is a fantastic human being i interviewed her and i told her this story and now because i know you're a horror movie girl like me um so when i was eight my sisters rented it, and they were like, "No, you can't watch it." I'm like, "No, I can watch it." What about a guy that gives candy. It can't be that bad. Yeah, no. Had no idea what the fuck I was walking into. To the point where, um, I, my door had to be opened all the time. Uh, I had a mirror in my room, like on my dresser, that had to be moved out of the out of the room. Um, and I wouldn't when I was in the bathroom. I would sh- I would brush my teeth with my back turned to the mirror. I did that for like three years. It really. But then I went back and watched That's- it in my twenties. And I realized it it wasn't as fucked up as it was when I was eight, but it still holds a special place in my heart. I mean, anytime I hear, anytime I hear somebody, you know, say flesh of the fallen and they, you know, just gets me, gets me.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, it's like when I, when I was like a really young kid, or I don't even remember, but I, my, my mom and me watched War of Worlds. And I was like, this like, I mean, i see way more fucked up shit, but like, I don't know why it was like that one specifically. And it was like the scene, where the fucking thing, like, the dude's looking out of the house, and the fucking thing just goes, like, into the guy and it like, sucks the blood out of him and drops his dead body. I was just like, yo, fuck, bro. <laughs> that just sent me. All
0: right. So War of Worlds and Candyman are going to be on my list, and then I will hit you up on Instagram, and I'll let you know how what she thought of those, because she's a pretty tough critic. Like I said, Poltergeist just annoyed her. Didn't scare her. Just flat-out annoyed her. She was just really upset that she wasted two hours of her life watching Poltergeist. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's that's just horrible. <laughs> just brutal. Like I was so excited to show her. I'm like, this is one of the movies I enjoyed when I was a kid. She's like, no, I'm not invested in any of these people. I'm like, what? Like this, okay, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't have time for you right now. You're grounded. Go to your room. You're going to your room. <laughs> All right. And my final question for you, and then we'll wrap it up so you can go enjoy your evening because I know it's late and you probably want to wind down and get some rest and sleep. Um When you do get back stateside, eventually, if you do decide to come home, what's the first thing you're going to do? I mean, I already think I already know the answer. It's probably going to be get some pizza, but after you get some pizza, what's the first thing you're going to do when you choose to come back stateside? Well,
1: I might hold off on the pizza and I'm going to get a Philly cheesesteak and a fat joint, (laughs) being completely honest with you. Not even going to bullshit.
0: Philly cheesesteak and a fat joint. That's a good way to start your welcome home party for sure for sure absolutely all right well Masha, you take care again thank you so much for the time it's always a pleasure to speak with you uh and you stay safe over there and i hope you have a safe and happy holiday season and i hope uh april goes well for you if it does hit me back you want to come back on the show love to talk about all the experiences that happen later on in 2021 for you and that's it for me
1: it was so great catching up with you um I actually had no idea that it's been as long as it has been like over a year because I don't my brain wrestling. It don't work, but it was really great catching up because definitely, definitely a lot has changed in the last year. And I'm pretty sure the next time we speak, I'll be able to say the same.
0: Absolutely. Well, go enjoy the rest of your night. Stay safe. And I will talk to you very, very soon. And as always guys, peace, love and wrestling. Oh, wait, hold on before we go. I'm an idiot. Shout out your socials for anybody who's stupid enough not to be following.
1: Great, because I got some new stuff going on online. I just opened a Patreon. So at patreon.com forward slash Masha Slamovich, you can find all of my exclusive content with like Russian recipes. Uh, I have marvelous merchandise that's not available in the States or Canada that is available on some of the tiers. I have photo shoots. I have video calls. I have my own merchant discounts. Like you name it, it's on there. Go take a look www.patreon.com forward slash masha slamovich also there's a new shirt masha slamovich x harma my lovely dog that is asleep next to me new t-shirts are available at prowrestlingtees.com pretty sure there's going to be a sale at some point that is in 2021 there's a sale right now but it's obviously too late for that by the time this airs you know uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash masha slamovich and of course twitter instagram at masha slamovich Come find me,
0: let's interact. Absolutely, and she does interact, guys. She's one of the sweetest people I know. She is my sister from another mister. And you guys all know my socials, but because I'm a glutton for self-promotion at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram and Facebook, underscore Straight Talk on Twitter. And yeah, I do have a Pro Wrestling Tees page as well. I just dropped a new shirt called Join the Movement. It's got the new logo and everything. Check it out. And uh, that's it for us. This one's a wrap, this one's a can. As always, it was another amazing conversation. Masha, you stay safe, and I will talk to you very, very soon.
1: You stay safe, and enjoy your day.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com.